Go home. Go home. Go home. Alright guys, and welcome to episode 28 of The Go Home Show. I'm your host, Eric Bedour, along with my tag team partner, co-host, best friend, Brian Abu Chakra. Brian, how you doing today? I'm doing real good. Oh man, Brian's doing good. We mm-hmm. are going to have a good episode. Oh, yeah. I can feel, I can already feel it. Yes. We've been away from the microphone. We've been, we've Too been, long. We've been out of town. We've been doing business. We've been taking care of business every day, taking care of business every way. Taking care of business, mm-hmm. it's alright. Taking care of business, working overtime. Brian, work out. I don't know what's worse, this or Eddie Money doing two tickets to Paradise. Oh, dude. How bad was that commercial? That ran for a really long time. The the worst part was that he had the same haircut your mom had. Oh, yeah. He did have my mom's haircut. That's rough. (laughs) Uh, Shout out, Eddie Money. We know you're listening to this. Uh, We know that that haircut was bad, and you know, too. So, (laughs) what's up? Guys, we're back. We're really excited to be back. Hopefully, you liked the episode uh, for last week, which was paper review number three for 1989 of the uh, Great American Bash. Is damn. that right? Was it 1988? 89. 89. Oh, damn. Yeah, we had the great Muda. There was Sting, the Funker Terry Funk. That's what you call him. Uh, Ric Flair, Steamboat Luger. Mm-hmm. You had all all the hot hits of the late 80s. Uh, I have a feeling that people were kind of into it, kind of not. Hopefully, you guys went back and watched some old wrestling. If you didn't, that's okay. I understand. Because sometimes <laughs> sometimes some of that wrestling's a little tough to wrap your head around. Yeah, Jim Cornette had a tennis racket for That was his gimmick. I don't get it. He was he had a tennis racket. But why did he never take it out of the case? Because he hit people with it. Doesn't change You don't wanna it. have to make it you don't have to restring it. <laughs> why would it change? Because you don't wanna restring it. <laughs> it's made out of cat guts. Did you know that? You know old tennis rackets were made out of cat guts? Really? Yeah, isn't that weird? Yeah. Yeah. They don't do that anymore, right. obviously. Obviously. They should, though. There are too many cats. Mm-hmm. There are just too many. You guys see, like, a lot of cats? Get those cats. Send them to uh, who makes tennis balls? Uh, Jim Cornette. Jim Cornette. So you find all your dead cats and mail them to Jim Cornette. <laughs> what the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> Listen, Jim, I know you're listening to this podcast. Expect a lot of dead cats. Like, a lot. Like, there are oh probably going to be four or five dead cats on your doorstep, like, tomorrow. If not right now. If not right now, you will have many, many dead cats. Restring all your tennis rackets. <laughs> Come on. That's your gimmick, Jim Cornette. Yeah, there you go. You kill cats or something. I'm confused at this point. <laughs> Me too. Uh, but that's okay. The last week, uh, we've had a lot of time to think, uh, which is to say I've been at PAX and now I'm back. Uh, yeah. Here I am. But I'm going to be gone in just a couple of weeks because i got to go to London. So we're going to try something new here maybe really soon. Mm -hmm. Uh, Hopefully you guys like uh, riff tracks, mystery science theater type stuff. Brian and I are going to try something new where we watch an hour-long event, Mm -hmm. we record, we tell you when to start, and then it's commentary from us during the whole event. So hopefully you like that. Hopefully uh, it works out for you and uh, everything's cool. (laughs) Because if it doesn't, then you're going to listen to it and go, what the fuck is this? (laughs) What is this? Yeah, I wonder what people who just listen to the podcast I don't are going to do. Yeah, I don't, like, that's going to be tough. Because I listen to I listen to podcasts, like, when I'm at work or whatever. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I understand that things come up. So it's like, okay, yeah, maybe not every week you're going to get, like, the home run. Yeah. Uh, but, I don't know, we'll see how it works yeah. out. Maybe we can just do a podcast where we predict what's going to happen next week on Raw SmackDown. That'd be fun. We'll fantasy book it. Maybe we'll do that instead. Me and Brian, we're coming up with this on the fly. There we go. Maybe me and Brian will fantasy book uh, the next week of Raw and NXT, mm. and you guys can email in and let us know which you'd rather hear, uh, a riff tracks type thing or us fantasy booking the next week of NXT and talking about it like it really happened. Absolutely. And where can they email us? They can email us at gohomeshowatmega64.com. Wow, Brian, that was, uh, what a, you like really fit that one in. Oh, there yeah. yeah. Uh, they can also hit us up on Twitter, mm-hmm. at gohomeshow, on Tumblr, thegohomeshow.tumblr.com. And on Facebook at facebook.com slash go home show. Speaking of Tumblr, uh, I feel like we've been neglecting Tumblr and I feel bad. So we're going to talk a little bit of our Tumblr here. Uh, You guys can send in your questions to our Tumblr uh, anonymously if you like. We prefer if you like leave a name at the end like Mm -hmm. Dash Steven. Yeah. Or whatever. Our cool monikers. Yeah. Like Super Dragon 69. Yeah. You know, like Super Dragon 69. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Uh, We'll just get to a couple. 
The first one's from CyberRad69. So not quite Super Dragon 69, but Brian was close. Hey, some, sometimes you roll up sometimes you roll those dice and they come up snake eyes. Uh, CyberRad69, real quick, uh, real quick little message here. Uh, John Cena looks like a McDonald's employee. <laughs> Oh, oh man, God. is he trying to be Hogan? I don't know. Jesus Christ, oh. he—I think he is. They're, those are Hogan colors. They're McDonald's colors too. They're, yeah, they are. Yep. Thank you, Cyberhoot. Uh, that's a, that's a Cyberhoot of a question. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, we we really appreciate that. Jeez. Uh, let's see. This next one is from uh, ARLDX133. So I'm not going to repeat that. Hopefully, you just memorized it. Yes. Uh, whether or not Cesaro wins at Night of Champions, wouldn't it be a good idea for him to try to be under Lana's management and Rus- and Rusev and him can fight for her? That would make Cesaro more of a face, which he should be, and that would make Rusev more of a heel. Oh, he's saying fight, fight for- with. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, wouldn't it be a good idea for him to try to be under Lana's management and Rusev and him fight for her? I see, like yeah. be under the umbrella, and mm-hmm. then they get in like a feud. Mm-hmm. That might be cool. I can see that. Um, at the same time, I don't think I think they're not gonna derail where Rusev is on. He's yeah. pretty. I mean, he's been on this path for six months at least. Yeah, and they're not gonna derail that. At this I mean, point. he debuted at Royal Rumble, right? And then he came. No, before that, I think. Did he? Mm, maybe he did debut at Royal Rumble. No, you're right. He did. He did. Yeah. He did. He and did. Then, and then we didn't see him again for like two um, weeks. Yeah, for like a little while. Yeah, that was weird. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um. He has impressed me continually week to week. Yeah, he's uh, getting better. Yeah, and you know what? I don't even think that it's him getting better. I think it's him getting time. Well, I mean, he, they've been giving him time, but my biggest, I, and and they did it again. I think this week. Mm-hmm. Um. And and we'll we'll talk more about it when we get there, but. They just spend too much time on the America bashing part of it. Uh, yeah, but that's the cheap heat, and you got to do that sometimes, I guess. But I feel like that's pretty much all. Oh, they do. all they do. Yeah, I I agree. So. He's not really in a feud right now, um, so I don't know. We'll see. So the Swagger thing's done. Yeah, Swagger moved on to Bo Dallas. I okay. guess. So there's that. That wasn't a very smooth transition. No, at all. it didn't really. Both guys kind of were over, and then I don't know. It didn't really. Eh. But at the same time, it's like, well, you can't have him feud. For, well, you can have him feud for like six months, nine months. Like, Jesus. Well, like, yeah. And end it eventually. Yeah, I mean, you can headline WrestleMania with Swagger versus Rusev. Oh, could you? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could. You would have probably one of the worst WrestleManias in history. <laughs> you can do whatever you want, I guess. Uh, last one. This is from Anonymous. They didn't include their name. Uh, I'm with you guys. Not a fan of Bull Dempsey at all. I was curious to see if he had any background wrestling in the indies because he seems so inexperienced. I found out one of his gimmicks in the indies was being a baby. Diaper and all. Just Google image search Bull Dempsey baby if you are interested in seeing it. LOL. Well, I'm not. Why not? Because I don't want to see a grown man dressed as a baby. Uh, That's like my thing, though. Mm. Yeah. That's like, I'm like kind of like fetishy about uh, Bull Dempsey being a bull, like a, ba- uh-huh. like a baby bull. Mm. I'm looking. I searched Bull Dempsey baby. I see pictures of Xavier Woods. <laughs> I see pictures of uh, Bull Dempsey in NXT. Uh, I see pictures of uh, Jake LaMotta, who was Raging Bull, and Jack Dempsey. So I guess that's the Dempsey part. I don't see... Patrick Dempsey. I don't... There's pictures of Patrick Dempsey. Here's pictures of Big Show as a baby. Maybe he thought that um, Big Show as a baby was Bull Dempsey. Yeah? I don't see any ba- big baby Bull Dempsey. I see the new WWE logo. Me too. Um, I, don't, I don't see any big baby Bull Dempsey. Okay. Bull Dempsey Baby does not turn it up if you guys can... Oh, my God, I found it. Oh, my God. Oh! oh, my God, I found it. Oh, my God. It's an image on Pro Boards. <laughs> oh, he's smoking a cigar. He's wearing a diaper. Holy shit. He looks he's like got... a fucked up Tommy Pickles. Oh, my God. Whoa, this is real. It's one tiny picture. It's in the... Second row, in between R-Truth and Xavier Woods. <laughs> Figure that out. Bull Dempsey is a baby. There's one over here to the right, too, and he is a, a giant baby. Well, I guess he's in between truth and consequences. Too soon for that one, good brother. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Way to go, Joe Coot. <laughs> well, those are some questions from our Tumblr. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, so we learned some stuff today. Uh, yeah, that's some good knowledge. Uh, yeah, if that's what you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. 
you know what, Brian? You know what we did in the last week? Hmm. We got together. We were just hanging out. We had a couple of beer skis, mm-hmm. hanging out with our broskies. Uh, we got together and we watched PWG. Yeah. We watched PWG yeah. 11, which uh, was not too far off. I think it was from July, the end of July. I think so. Almost August. Um, real quick, we just want to run that down. Like, we are really, 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 really big fans of PWG. Yes. Uh, they are doing some of the best indie wrestling like Period? in the world. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're almost untouchable. They're mm-hmm. incredible. The talent that they have, damn. And PWG 11, I think, is like, if you guys really want to get back into it, Oh yeah, PWG eleven. I was telling Eric before we started recording. I said if if there was ever a a special to show somebody to get them into indie wrestling, because mm-hmm. we were way into it. But yep. to get me back in specifically, mm-hmm. he showed me that. Now all I want to do is go out yep. and get oh, ROH, yeah. NG, whatever. Yeah, it's called. yeah. Back, get into New Japan and, and just and just start watching and watching and watching. And I think we'll probably be doing that more often too. Yeah. Uh, we of course went to PWG's website and bought the DVD. But if you guys haven't watched it. Uh, and you and you should definitely give PWG money mm-hmm. because they need it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't condone uh, stealing from independent wrestling sites. It's bad. It's terrible. Yes. But watchwrestling.ch is a website that exists so, where where some wrestling events are. Yes, and it, it looks like really bad Blu-ray rips. But it's uh it's actually DVD rips because they don't make Blu-rays. Brian was shocked <laughs> when I started playing it, and he's like, "What's wrong with this Blu-ray?" Well, the first thing that's wrong with the Blu-ray is that it's a DVD. Oh, so it's not a Blu-ray at all. Uh, Brian didn't understand. No, no, I didn't understand how in 2014... <laughs> Brian's like, what's this 4-3 aspect ratio? What's going on here? I, I was like, it looked the same as when we w- would watch, like, cuts and clips from yeah. back in the day. Yeah, it's because it hasn't changed since then. <laughs> Holy shit. Because cost-effectively, it's it, DVDs are very cheap to produce, so yeah. you, we bought it. Yeah. There you go. Well, if uh, PWG wants to sponsor us and send yeah. us a few other... Pro res- the gorilla of Pro Wrestling Gorilla. Mm-hmm. We know that you're listening to this. Listen, if- Mr. Dragon. Yeah. Ta- Top Gun Tallwer, <laughs> owner of Pro Wrestling Gorilla. Please contact us. We love you. Did cocaine take your life? We don't know. That was the best gimmick, I think, in my... He like, went... The entire Pro Wrestling Top Gorilla. Top Gun Tallwer's <laughs> gimmick went from a guy who would come out to Danger Zone... And like had like a like a Top Gun type gimmick uh-huh. to just turning more and more into fear and loathing in Las Vegas. He was wearing the sunglasses, like the hat, like the poker dealer hat. Yeah. Like he would come out, his face would be covered in white powder, and he would just be like fighting people. He is nuts. It was the best gimmick. Top ever. Gun Top Gun Tower rules. If you guys can find Top Gun Tower matches where he is like Coked out, it's a lot of fun. They're so he, good. He is just a crazy kooky dude who would put on a lot of fun matches. Yeah, I want to say 2008 to 2009 is probably even earlier. Yeah. Probably even, like, I mean, oh, man. Jesus yeah, Christ, it was probably, 2000, probably 2006, 2007. Yeah. Top Gun Taller. Uh, real quick, PWG11. Uh, real quick thoughts on the first match, Rocky Romero and Tommaso Ciampa. Man, that was a great match. Tommaso Ciampa is a guy who I think is, like, just always in the wings and, mm-hmm. and could be, like, a top guy. He is such a fucking slugger. Yeah. He's just a big dude. He used to be in WWE for a real short period, I think. Oh, really? And then, yeah, and then was released. But damn, man. Or he wanted to be in the WWE. There, I listened to uh, the art of wrestling that he was on, like, years ago. Right. But it was really good. Rocky Romero, always good. Those high knees that he throws, damn, Havana Pitbull style. Man. Fucking cool. I miss the Pitbulls. Yep. Uh, ACH and Cedric Alexander. What'd you think of that? That was a. I mean, here's the thing about PWG because uh-huh. I'm going to say to every freaking match on this card, uh-huh. it was a great match. Yeah, they're they're really good, and uh, the crowd is very like split on everything. Mm-hmm. There was a spot where there was like some leaps, like leaps over the ropes through the ropes to like the outside, where a woman who was not paying attention oh almost got dove God. on. Oh my God, she almost got destroyed. Oh, fuck. It was like wow, way to go for like those wrestlers to make sure she was safe because she's dumb as fuck. Yeah, uh, damn. But, but man. The the match was so good. The the wrestlers. Which one was it? I think it was ACH who tried to do a special beam cannon. Yeah, and yeah, he, and he and he got stopped, and it was yeah. He tra- he, was, he went super saiyan and then did a special beam cannon. <laughs> he, a, he went super saiyan. Yeah, it was uh weird. It's what Xavier Woods wishes he yeah. could still do, but exactly. he can't. Uh, Garrett had a lot of fun watching uh, some of these matches. He did. With us. Yeah, he came in and watched in best friends uh, tag team against the unbreakable effing shebangs, which I think was what their name was. It was Mike Elgin. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Elgin and Johnny Gargano against Trent, uh, which is his name. It's Trent with a question mark. Oh, it is. Yeah, and Chuck Taylor, the Kentucky gentleman. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he wears pinstripes. It's great. Kentucky the, gentleman. Chuck Taylor is so awesome. Mm-hmm. I love Chuck Taylor where he dives like to the outside. And you go, whoa, that's crazy. But he does a spot where like 
it's like he's afraid to do a tope to like the inside. So he like crawls to the top rope and then like puts his hands down in like a handstand yeah. and like slowly rolls onto the guy. Great. Genius. <laughs> was this the match where one of, uh, no, I think it was the last match where one of them took a drink out of, uh, uh, no, that was T- Tomasa Ciampa. Okay. They, they fought on the outside or whatever. There was like a dive on the outside and they were all in like the crowd. Yeah. Everyone at PWG and like the crowd is like drinking from pitchers of beer and Tomasa <laughs> just grabs it and starts drinking from it. And you're like, all right, fucking cool. Hell yeah. Uh, I like this tag match a lot because I thought Johnny Gargano and, uh, Mike Elgin was, was a great team. There's a spot where Mike Elgin does that big lift suplex and right. he's just holding him up and then Gargano tags himself in and goes for the same <laughs> suplex but it gets fought back and Gargano gets suplexed. Hilarious. It Hilarious. was awesome. Uh, I love that they handed him off. That was yep. so cool. Uh, Trevor Lee against Kevin Cena. It was Kevin Cena's last match in yeah. the Indies in, in PWG. Trevor Lee won with a small package. I thought that was a good way of putting Lee over and it was Steen's goodbye. Yeah. Steen cuts a promo that says he's going to go down to Mexico and help El Generico raise the orphans which was a nod to uh, El Generico leaving and mm-hmm. becoming Sami Zayn. So Kevin Steen now in NXT. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Uh, Frankie Kazarian against Brian Kendrick, both returning to PWG for the first time. I thought this match was okay. Uh, this is probably like the weakest match of the night, which was really strange because I remember watching these guys like burn the house down. Yeah, like seven years ago, yeah, exactly. that was like the match to watch. Exactly. Uh, Roderick Strong against Adam Cole. That Holy fucking match. shit. I love Man. Roderick Strong in his shitty little boots. <laughs> Roderick Strong has shitty little boots. So let's explain this. <laughs> Kevin Steen decides, hey, I'm going to call the rest of the oh, show. after the Kevin Steen match, Kevin Steen is on commentary the rest of the show, which is the best thing they can do. Because he has the thickest Quebecer accent. He, and, and he's so fucking funny. And they go, there's Roderick Strong in the ring. And <laughs> Kevin Steen goes, Roderick Strong with his shitty little boots. Now Roderick Strong has a shirt on ProWrestlingTees.com <laughs> that says Roderick Strong, shitty little boots. No idea what it's referencing. Shitty little boots. I love uh, it. I love Roderick Strong. I've loved Roderick Strong since like 2007. Yeah. His sick kick, where it's just like that running huge fucking boot. Right. Love it. Love yeah. it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Fun to watch. God, so much fun to watch. He wins with a uh, Orange Crush backbreaker, which is a suplex into a toss into a backbreaker. Jeez. Adam Cole. I love Adam Cole, but damn, Roderick Strong looks strong in that match. That was for number one contendership of the PWG title. That's right. So the next match was for the PWG title. It was Kyle O'Reilly and Chris Hero. Chris Hero's, I think, return bout to PWG. Yeah. One of his first matches back on, like, the indies. Uh, looked a little heavy. Didn't matter because, goddamn, what a fucking match. Yeah. Kyle O'Reilly. Well, he's a worker. Yeah. Kyle O'Reilly was, like, not a guy that I've ever really liked a lot of, mm-hmm. but I, he's he just proves me wrong. He's, just, he's been proving me wrong for months. Really? Yeah. It's like, you know, I never really, he's just kind of bland. He teamed with Bobby Fish and mm-hmm. got a lot of personality, and now, like, this judo, like, armbar shit, love it. Right. And goddamn, what a hard-hitting match. Yeah, because he, he was somebody on the card who I, aside from, like, ACH and yeah. um, and some of the other guys from earlier on, he was one of the people who I just never heard of mm-hmm. before that. Uh, the team, uh, team Redragon. Red Red Dragon. Red, Red Dragon. Uh, Red Dragon. There you go. Uh, it's him and Bobby Fish and ROH, and they're the tag team champs, and they're awesome. Yeah. They're really, really cool. I'll have to check that out. Uh, yes, too. you should. The this match I thought was really cool and had a, like a lot of heart yeah. like like spots that were Man, like right to the stiff. face. Yep. Loved I love it. I loved Heroes Tights. Yep. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. Those looked really cool. Mm-hmm. The main event, PWG World Tag Team Championships, the Young Bucks against the world's cutest tag team. Love it. Joey Ryan and Candice LeRae. How did you like their tights? Oh, they, it was great. They had Captain EO tights. Captain EO shit. It was really cool. Yeah. It was a guerrilla warfare match, and I don't want to spoil anything, but holy shit, Candice LeRae is like the shit. Oh, yeah. She earned my respect, right? Yep. I mean, I don't have to say my... I respect any woman's wrestler who goes out there and, and goes. Yep. But they didn't treat her like a woman nope. in the match. Mm-hmm. And that is that, to me, is where you start to break down the barriers. I, I agree. And that's like where, you know, Lita wasn't treated like a woman in a match. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. you don't like not throw like or throw them across yep. the ring that's what you see a lot there were dives there were kicks there were punches to the face there was blood there were thumbtacks there were chairs there were gummy there bears were, there were tables there were gummy bears it was an awesome match there was a spot i don't want to give too much away or because I, I hope you guys go and watch this because i think this event is so good that it's worth you guys going out and really watching this yeah there's a spot where the young bucks get thumbtacks grab a handful Put them in Joey Ryan's mouth. Oh my god! Hold his head oh and super kick him. God. 
With a mouthful of thumbtacks. That just made me remember other spots in the match, yep. and I'm like cringing. It's crazy. Oh There's a spike pile driver to the outside. People go through tables. Yeah. Chairs everywhere. I mean, it's nuts. It's yeah. nuts. Oh, yeah. So the match ends. Steen comes out. Adam Cole's there. Mount Rushmore. It's the Young Bucks. It's Adam Cole. It's Steen. They wish him farewell. They say, Kevin Steen, we love you. Mm-hmm. We're sorry we have to do this. Triple super kick. Wow. Kevin Steen. What heels. Gets the heels over. You never go over in your last match. That's right. You've got you to gotta respect everyone else. Get everyone else over. That's it. Because mm-hmm. Kevin Steen, it's not like that hurts Kevin Steen at all. No. Not at not all. Not at all. Not at all. Man, Man. It was really, what a great event. If you guys have not watched it, can't re- cannot recommend it enough. Seriously. I, I, PWG consistently puts on some of the best indie wrestling I've ever seen. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. And and it's cool because when you watch it, like, it's in a VFW. Mm-hmm. And they have outgrown Reseda's they, VFW. Oh it's they like It's like standing room only. Like, I remember when we used to go at a Jewish community center yep. in, like, some shitty bohemian part of L.A. Yep. And there was, like, at least, I would say... Six to eight feet between the ring and the seats. Oh yeah, there was there was like a little bit of room. It's really close, but there's and there's no barrier. Yeah, and there's a little bit of room. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but at this at this place in Reseda, they they have like one row too many. They yeah, but that's how many people go to yep. see it. That's how much fun it is. That's how good the product is. Yep. You have to check it out. Keep supporting them. Hopefully, they can grow to a bigger arena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I think it's all a matter of time and everything. Yeah. And they've been in this Reseda place for a while. I think they're really comfortable there. Hopefully, they get less comfortable and want to move. Yeah. Because, um, man, they just keep getting bigger. I cannot wait to see Battle of Los Angeles 1, 2, and 3. Yeah, like, it's, it's three It's days. three nights. That's insane. Jeez. So, I got to order that. Uh, if you guys don't go to PWG's website, or I'm sorry, not website, but their YouTube channel, mm. they have... Um, they have video previews yeah. because these guys are very video inclined. Yes. Uh, music is by Barbarian Overlord. If you don't know the band, check out Barbarian Overlord. Holy fucking shit. Dope ass like stoner rock music. It, oh, cool. It's just killer. Cool. It's killer. Um, but man, these previews are like, they tell you the beginning, caution, spoilers, you're about to see the best wrestling in the world. Oh, and, yeah. And you see the best wrestling in the world. I would believe it. it. It's guys who are looking to have the best match of the night. And I love it because I feel like everyone goes backstage and they're not like, hey, man, you can't have that good of a match because my match isn't going to be like, now I have to work harder. Yeah. These are guys who are like the second match of the night and it burns the house down and you go, hey, fucking follow that. Yeah. I, I love that. I was listening to uh, one of the Talking Chops. Hell yeah. Too sweet me for that too one. Sweet. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My property. <laughs> and. <laughs> oh, just somebody put lemon in the water. Oh, God. <laughs> If you have not listened to Talking Shop on MLW's podcast, holy shit. Me and Brian have been quoting Luke Gallows for like days. Days. I can't, I can't stop. I want to not like fall into it because it's like it's like being somebody who also makes a podcast. Yep. You don't want to like just leech off of another one, but it's so infectious. It's so good. Luke Gallows is so weird He's so dynamic sour sour boy <laughs> sex ferguson hey you guys you guys should go definitely check out his pro wrestling tees shop go you, oh, go, yeah. go buy some luke gallows merch she deserves it <laughs> i don't even remember what i was gonna <laughs> talk about oh now i do it was uh they were talking about just the competition yeah that being there with a bunch of people mm-hmm. you know and, and this is what's so cool about that podcast it's they're doing it right now yep and um and it's so cool to hear them say, you know, you go out there and you're with the best wrestlers in the world. Mm-hmm. And in all honesty, they are. Yep. Uh, I, I mean, WWE's got the biggest stage, but I mean, they don't have the best talent. No, I, I agree. They don't have the best wrestlers in the world. But, I, like the the wrestling changes and it becomes a different form of storytelling and a form of wrestling. Yeah. And it then becomes it, entertaining. It, exactly. It, and and what you have on the indies is wrestling. Exactly. And I mean, I I would put any PWG event against any ROH event and say, I mean, top it. Oh yeah, Re- really? Top it. I mean, I was so maybe that's a West Coast bias. I don't know, but like, I think I think it's that good. I, I mean, I, it, I remember sitting there watching it and telling Eric, even when the match is slow mm-hmm. in an indie show, there's still a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, you know, we talked about that. It, it's because in WWE you see a lot of wrestles. Mm-hmm. You, you see a lot of uh, a lot of headlocks, uh, just a lot of like arm bars, a lot of surfboards. Yeah. 
you don't see a lot of that in the indies. Mm -mm. Their slow spots are them both being on the ground because they just beat the shit out of each other. Yeah. And and it turns into like some real legit catches catch yep. can, mm -hmm. which was probably the best part of the Chris Hero match. Oh god, how how good is that? Like flipping to get out of a hold to get into a hold to never break for such a long Man. time. I love that style of wrestling. Me too. It's it's so much fun. It's so technical. It's so clean. Mm -hmm. It's it's I could watch it for hours. Yep, I really could. Yeah, that's the only wrestling you can do on my property. No, get out. <laughs> get out. If you guys don't listen to Talk and Shop, please do. It is. A room, a hotel room full of drunk, rest, drunk, drunk, drunk. You hear them wrestlers. popping beers, yep. Bud Lights. Yep, uh, crack, crack a beer, take off your pants, and enjoy it. Uh, you, they get hammered on on like shitty Japanese beer. Yeah, and man, it's so much fun. <laughs> it, Luke Gallows is the craziest guy. I bet he is a hoot. If he's a hoot, with, he's a big hoot. That's big what hoot. he is. He's a big hoot. Big hoot, little hoot. <laughs> It was medium hoot also, but he wanted to be famous hoot. Machine Gun Carl Anderson. You guys can follow Machine Gun Carl Anderson on Twitter, at Machine Gun KA. I highly suggest it. I mean, I, I, can't, I cannot recommend it enough. Bullet Club rules. They do. They, oh, God damn. It's so cool. That shirt is awesome. Isn't it great? Yeah. yeah. Hey, Brian, we should talk about uh, this last week of wrestling. Oh, yeah. Because we're already almost half an hour oh, in. Fuck. Oh, shit. All right, here we go. NXT. This is the go-home show for TakeOver. It is. Damn. Man, you you ready for takeover on nine yeah. eleven? Yeah, the, it's the most significant thing to happen on nine eleven yeah. in let's say thirteen years. Uh, things will crumble. Jesus. All right. Well, I wasn't going that far, but here we are. We got Alexa Bliss against Charlotte right off the bat. Yeah, good start off. Tiny, tiny, tiny little Alexa Bliss. I love you, Alexa Bliss. If you're listening to this, I love you. Former gymnast. Uh, you and uh, I think she was like a fitness model. She's or like, like a, a sexy Smurf, she, according to Renee Young. That was weird. Don't don't mm, describe that. Yeah. Uh, she's just a very adorable girl that I love and I am in love with. Uh, there's a cool like arm drag off the top rope from Alexa Bliss into yeah. a cover that I thought was like, oh, that was above anything I was expecting here. Hell, oh yeah. Hell yeah. Good chain wrestling. Mm -hmm. That power bomb into the sunset flip from Alexa was really cool, and then it ends with bow down to the queen, which. Was not called bow down to the queen. Yeah, they, they called it. They a called cutter, it a cutter, which is uh, fine, but don't call it bow down to the queen. It's, so, it's such a fucking mouthful. Yeah, and it's just dumb. Bow down to the queen. What? Yeah. Bow down to the queen. I, oh, you just have to imagine Michael Cole trying to spit it out. Oh Jesus! Call. I don't know if you noticed on Monday. We'll get to it later. But he called a shooting star press a moon salt. Oh, I did. God, that bothered the fuck out of me. I'm sure it should. It, it shouldn't. It shouldn't have, and it did. Uh, yeah. It shouldn't. It. Whatever. I, no, well, hey, no, you, we're on the same page because when I called that show with Derek, yeah. he kept calling uh, scoop slams uh -huh. uh, for um, back body drops. No! Or something. And I was just like, how do I tell you to stop? Yeah. Um, post match on this match, mm -hmm. Bailey comes out and wants a handshake. She says, you're, you're, like, you gotta respect me. Yeah. Uh, I beat your BFF, of your former BFF. And then she gets pie faced. Aww. And then Bailey comes back with a Bailey to belly. That Hell was yeah. awesome. I thought it was very cool. Bailey's gonna hug you. <laughs> Best chant of the night. Hell yeah. I, I like the NXT crowd. You can tell they were tired by the end of this event, though. They were exhausted. Yeah. Um, Kenta debuts at TakeOver. As Kenta. Yeah. Holy Not shit. Not as, like, Ichiro. Nope. Or some... Ichiro! Why did they change him to Ichiro? <laughs> they should have done that. Um, you have a Sin Cara Kalisto promo. Uh, that was Spanish and English and Spanish and English, and then Sin Cara talks in English at the end, and, and Kalisto goes, "Hey, huh?" <laughs> I thought that was I thought that was funny. I thought that was really funny. Yep. Yeah. Uh, there's a little Tyler Breeze promo too, and then you get Ty Dillinger against Tyler Breeze. Mm -hmm. Who's the heel? Tyler Breeze. Which tie is the heel here? It's a tie. <laughs> Ta-da! We did it. Yeah. Ty Dillinger looks like a creator wrestler. <laughs> he does. <laughs> he just, it looks like you went, okay, well, my creator wrestler would have short hair, and my creator wrestler would have, like, stubble, obviously. Yeah. And my, my creator wrestler would have, like, one tattoo. Yeah. And my, my creator wrestler, he's not going to have just one color tights. He has two colors on his mm -hmm. tights. And the letters of his name. So that's my creator wrestler, and you've made Ty Dillinger without there, trying. There it is. Without trying, you've made Ty Dillinger. You've already done it. Uh, what I really like, though, in this match is Ty Dillinger. Yeah, I know. He's, like... He works, like, methodically and, yeah. like, interestingly. Yeah. He hits a move and, like, gives it a second to breathe and then goes. Yeah. He, he's very urgent. Uh, he's, he's urgent without wasted motion. Yeah. Uh, he, he doesn't have a lot of, like, flailing around and everything. Mm. He does work very... Ur I think urgent's a very good word for it. Yeah. He works that pace, but without it being, like... 
without it being like flailing and running all over. Yeah. It, it's very like stop, go, and then just go, and then stop, and mm-hmm. then go. It's it's different. It's very cool. Tyler Breeze hits the beauty shot, out, the beauty shot out of nowhere, mm-hmm. which uh, I think everyone expected. Of course. I mean, you can't have him go under on Ty- a Tyler Breeze. Tyler Breeze should have lost that match. Should have. That would have been weird. Um, you get uh, an Enzo and Cass promo filmed on a cell phone at a hair salon called Hair. Oh my god. Did you like it or did you not like it? Oh, I loved it. I loved it. Are you fucking hey, kidding me? Hey, Carmella, I know you're listening to this. I love you. Is that even her name? I that? love you. So fucking Everything funny. about that look and the way she talked, uh-huh. everything. Mm-hmm. I, I love you. Carmella, <laughs> what's up? Follow me on Twitter at Eric Bedour. Just send me a message. We'll just be like, whatever. I got enough money to fly on a plane. I'll fly. You want to come to San Diego? It's nice out here. Whatever you want. I don't even care. Whatever. Who cares? Stupid. Whatever. (laughs) They spill uh, hair removal on a gay man's dog, and then the dog is uh, losing hair. Uh, Poor poodle. Uh, The best part of this is when uh, Big Cass stops paying attention and just starts flexing. (laughs) Floor to ceiling. It's so weird. So funny. It was so bizarre. They, I mean, if they just let them keep doing that yeah. when they bring them up, mm-hmm. they're going to be so over. Well, they're fun. Yeah. They're fun guys. Yeah. I had a very good time with this promo, and then they, they leave with all the hair removal cream in a bucket, because uh, they spilled it on a dog, but I guess there was some left. Whatever. <laughs> uh, next, you have a Tyson Kid promo. Mm-hmm. Was there anything else you wanted to say about Enzo and Cass? No. Okay, I didn't think so. Tyson Kid promo, where he's going to win. Fact. Uh, Tyson Kidd against Adam Rose. This is like a pretty clean match. These mm-hmm. guys don't fumble, and I forget, I always forget that Adam Rose can wrestle yeah. until he wrestles Tyson Kidd, and then I go, oh, this is pretty good. Yeah. It's always pretty good. Yeah, and and I really like Tyson Kidd in the ring. Yeah. He's super engaging. He engages the audience. He engages mm-hmm. the ref. He engages the other combatant. Like He's a workhorse. It, it's just he just doesn't have that look nope. that WWE's looking I, for. He's a small guy. Sucks. He wins with a sharpshooter. I wish he wouldn't do the sharpshooter. I wish he would do the dungeon lock. Yeah. It's it's the first half of the sharpshooter, but then he pulls the arms and kicks them in the face. He kicks them in the face. It's awesome. I mean, he's a heel. He should do that. There's a Vaude Villains promo after this. Yeah. Uh, They're backstage, and they talk about how they're going to win because they're uh, Vaude Villains Excelsior. Yes. Excelsior. All right, Stanley. Don't use that as a catchphrase, please. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. You See, already look like a shitty Anthony Kiedis. <laughs> uh, yeah, their new catchphrase should be "suck my kiss." Uh, there's a Sami Zayn. I just I popped Brian so big for that. You guys can't hear it. Uh yeah. I popped Brian so big for it. I'm so I feel good. There's a Sami Zayn promo where he talks about how uh, the NXT titles eluded him for a year. Uh, Sami Zayn against Marcus Marquez Lee who uh, looks like he got punched in the mouth with a chainsaw. Yeah. What What's the- with his teeth? Christ's oh. sake. This is a pretty slow match. He's French-Canadian. Is he French-Canadian? Isn't he? I don't know. I, I, mean, just, I thought Quebecers, he was like French-French. French. No, no, they're French. Oh. I thought they're, they were like the Quebecers. No, they're French. No. They're they're uh, La Resistance or uh, the Air Force or whatever the fuck. Oh. No, the Legionnaires. There you go. That's what they are. That's it. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, that's how good that... Hey, that's how that gimmick's getting over, guys. Uh, <laughs> this is a pretty slow match. I thought it was okay. Mm-hmm. And then Koji Clutch out of nowhere. I mean, I just figured it was going to end with that and that would be it. Yeah. Enzo and Cass come out and attack LaFort, but he escapes before they can dunk his head in whipped cream. I'm sorry, not uh, whipped cream. I meant uh, hair hair removal. The stuff that they spilled on the dog. Yeah, what are you talking about? Yeah. Almost got Nair on him. (laughs) Sylvester LaFort's going to look weird without hair. Yeah. But his hair looks weird. Well, yeah, he looks like a shitty macho man. It's like puffy. It's puffy hair. (laughs) Oh, whatever. CJ Parker against Adrian Neville. Adrian Neville has like a little promo pre-match or whatever. He talks mm-hmm. He talks about being the champion and fighting the three other guys. It's like good. Yeah, that's pretty. Thank that's you. Really... CJ Parker looks good in this match. Looks really good in this match. Yeah, he does. And he is the only true heel in NXT. He really is. There are no other heels in NXT. It is CJ Parker. The crowd hates him. I love it. Oh, yeah. It, and, and he's a lot of fun to watch, he, too. I, I think he's really good in the ring. I think he's pretty, mm-hmm. I think he's pretty decent. Yep. He's got a decent size. He He's like a formidable guy. I yeah. could see him being pushed in like the upper main in, in NXT soon. Yeah. Have him wrestle Adrian Neville. I wouldn't mind that. That'd be a good, uh, that'd be a good little, uh, feud. Feud. Uh, Adrian Neville hits the right arrow. That's the end of the match. Any other notes? Yeah. Okay. I... Sin and Kalista. Kali- Sin Cara again and Kalisto. Because it's not Sin Caro. That is not a word. Mm-mm. Sin Cara and Kalisto against the Vaude Villains. This is for the NXT champion oh chip. God. NXT what? The NXT number one, one contenders 
championship title tournament for the, for the number, number one contenders, contenders uh, uh, spot for the NXT tag team titles tournament titles. Champion. Championship. <laughs> uh, we say this every week, every time there's a Kalisto match. Uh, Kalisto can be the next Rey Mysterio. Yeah, oh my Easily. God. Easily. He's incredible. He, it, man, it's so much fun. Yep. Uh, I really didn't know who was going to win here. Me neither. I, I could have seen either team getting over. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kalisto hits uh, Salida del Sol, which means the sunrise. I didn't know that. Oh. Uh, and then there's a Swanton by Sinkara. And uh, the crowd is fucking exhausted. Yeah. And uh, Los Luchas win. Yeah. And uh, then the Ascension comes out, and they stare uh, They stare them down. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Stare down. And that's it. That's a nice go-home show. It is. It, it led up to everything. It got everyone over for whatever they're going to do next week. Any super other notes? Ex- no, I'm just super excited. I right, can't wait for NXT TakeOver. Mm-hmm. Um, we should note, at the time of this recording, um, the Ascension has debuted in WWE. That's right. Uh, on main event. On main event. If you guys have the network or wherever you're going to watch it, the Ascension debuted against Los Matadores. Yeah. Uh, weird. Yeah, really weird. They, I think they came out with the NXT titles, the NXT tag team titles too. Yeah, Neville came out with it on Raw with the uh, championship belt. Yeah, it just weird. Yeah, but hey, I'm 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 glad that this time taking over means something. I think that's what they're doing. I think they're... I, I don't think you're going to see any of the people we saw on Raw on the ascension uh, anytime soon on raw no. again or, or anything like that i think this is just to like push like hey these guys are going to be in action yeah go check it out yeah my uh my wwe my wwe network subscription actually just uh expired oh really and they're like renew now we miss you come back and i was in seattle at the time and i went eh, i'll just deal with it later and they're like come back come where'd you go I was getting, like, the most desperate emails. Yeah. They were so fucking desperate. Oh, mine automatically renewed. I turned off my automatic renewal just in case. Yeah. Because who knows if you're going to have a job in six months. Uh, Good point. So it was like, hey, your subscription's ending. And I'm like, okay, whatever. And I archived the email. Hey, your subscription's about to end. Okay. Hey, this is the last day of your subscription. Okay. Hey, come back. Hey, look at all the the pay-per-views. Okay. (laughs) We got Nitro. Uh, all right, yeah. Monday night. Hey, hey, bu- hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Every day. Hey, buddy. Really? Hey, uh, we yeah. got Monday Night Wars. Hey, Damn. where'd you? Uh, where you at? Where you going? Hey, stop. Chill out. <laughs> it was like every day I got an email from WWE Network going, "Hey, come back." Hey, guys. Damn. They don't give a fuck, man. Mm. They're like, they're they're pushing you hard to come back. It's not like I wasn't gonna come back. I, oh yeah. I was just out of town when it happened. So that was it. Brian, let's dive into Raw. Um. Brent, how'd you feel about... We haven't been here in mm. a little while. Yeah. Uh, how you feeling about Raw's track record the last couple of weeks? Oh, man. I'm glad we haven't been here for the last <laughs> couple of weeks. I honestly didn't watch Raw last week. Oh, I I did, and I wish I hadn't. I, I was out of town. I caught bits and pieces, and then everyone's like, hey, what was this? And I went, nope. Yeah, no, I simply told him to not bother. I, uh, as the first Raw I hadn't watched in like a while. Yeah. Like a long time. So, um, this is... But I had to watch this one. Mm. I had to. Not just for the... Not not just for a podcast. Right. This was the season premiere of Raw. That's right. Dude, I've been waiting all summer for the season premiere Me of Raw. Me too. Can you believe in May, Raw went to reruns, and now it's the season premiere of Raw? Can we talk about what that means it means what do you What do you mean? It's the season premiere. This is the premiere uh-huh. of this the season. What are they premiering? The Raw. Okay. Because it was it was in reruns. Uh-huh. Like, uh, like the Drew Carey show when it goes on hiatus for the summer. I'll pop Brian so big for that one, too. Yes. Two, Dr- two for two Drew Carey show. I'm two for two, you hoots. This is a Drew Carey show. It's been on the air for 15 years. <laughs> uh, I think they just want, they're like, it's fall now. It's yeah. the season, so it's, it's the season from yeah. here. Sweeps is coming up, and they I want to get sponsored. I, I mean, you just... Oh, the, I mean, the real reason they do it is because it's Monday Night Football. Oh. That... I, I don't know if people are aware of that. You're going to see a desperate, desperate Raw for the next 16 or 17 weeks. Oh, yeah. Because uh, Monday Night Football draws their ratings big. Yeah. Like, Raw's ratings drops, drop for like four months. Shit. Yeah, and uh, they get desperate. Like, uh, what you'll be seeing on this show yeah. to try to get viewership up. Uh, this is some 90s fucking programming, and uh, I'll be honest, I skipped it. So let's, ju- let's dive in. Mm-hmm. We're leading off with a cage match. Chris Jericho against Bray Wyatt. I don't want to minimize this match or, or diminish it in any way because right. I felt like it was it was a decent match. I didn't mm. love it. I didn't hate it. I'm so not into it that I'm watching it like passively. 
Yeah. I'm just watching it going like, okay. Yeah. I okay. took the, I took the least amount of notes for this raw yeah. than any raw in the last 4 months. It it really like the feud to me was over. They didn't need this. Mm-mm. Why did you put it in a cage? Why did it why is any of this happening? Okay. I, this is only going to like even if Bray Wyatt wins, he's not going to look good. Mm-mm. Ah, whatever. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't good. I think the only thing about it is that I'm pretty sure they had a new cage. They did, right? I'm not I'm not the only one who okay. noticed that. Okay, they had to have had a new cage. Yeah. They, they definitely It was totally did. new because it didn't use to anchor yeah. yes, right? to the okay. ring. Okay, yeah, that's different. Yeah. Okay, so there's a 10 punch to a Frankensteiner that I thought was a really cool spot from Chris Jericho. Yeah. And then there was the Jericho dive off the top. I thought that was a really good spot. Yeah, that was awesome. Without those two spots, this is like one of the most like forgettable cage matches I think I've seen in like a really long time. Uh, those are two pretty cool spots, but uh, whatever. Jericho tweaks his knee on that dive. He's kayfabing. He's uh, he's he 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 ain't really hurt, but uh, he's making you believe it. Yeah. And then uh, he tries to escape. Bray Wyatt uh, and Chris Jericho fight at the cage door, and then Bray Wyatt like dives out, rolls to the outside, and wins. Um, there's a post match beat down to Chris Jericho by Bray Wyatt in the cage. Pretty much what you would expect from from this matchup. Any other notes from that at all? No. Nah. Yeah, it was just kind of like, okay, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, it's... Having a door on the cage, I think, is dumb. I hate the door on the cage. I really don't like like it. Like, oh, hey, well... It's such weak bullshit. I I don't... I mean, how many You can't escape except through the door. Well, the ref has to unlock it. The door. Mm. You can't get out unless you use the door. Yeah, or win by pinfall... Or, or the door. Or you know how you got into this building today? That's the way you get out also. That's how titles are won so sometimes. So fucking stupid. I hate the door. Me too. Um, you get a Kane Rollins Triple H promo backstage featuring Randy Orton. And Randy Orton says, give me permission to do crazy shit. I'm going to do crazy shit. For the I'm season gonna premiere. Get, I'm going to get loco. I'm going to get fucking, don't you know I'm loco, essay? That's what Randy Orton says. <laughs> And Triple H says, yeah, fucking get loco. Dude. Yeah. And, like, that's it. Funkin' go nuts. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. Uh, so Randy Orton, I guess, is going to go nuts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whatever. Cool. You get a Ziggler Ing Ring promo that's so, like, rehearsed and line for line, it's, like, weak. Yeah. yeah this was, like, I hope nobody enjoyed this promo. <laughs> I really didn't like it. It was like, man, you have so much more personality than this, and it was like so like goofy. It and was. Hacky. Um, I like like the images or whatever. It was like okay, it was like a poignant thing. Like oh yeah, they got hacked. Whatever. Here are pictures of the Miz. I thought that was funny. Yeah. I thought that was like a, that was like a cute little thing. Mm-hmm. He shows the first two, and then the Miz interrupts with the best thing to happen in the Miz in like four years. Mm-hmm. Damian Mizdow. The Miz's stunt double is the best thing to happen to The Miz in, like, four fucking years. The Miz talking into a microphone and pointing at the ring and Damian Sandow copying every single Uh movement he did was so funny. Yeah. It was killing me. It it made me laugh even more because all it made me think of was Wade the Duck from Garfield and Friends. Yeah! Oh, wow! I didn't even think of that. Uh, he's very Wade the Duck. <laughs> That's very funny. What a what a reference that uh, no one listening to this will get. Mm-mm. Hell yeah. That was a that was a reference for probably like, uh, let's say, lovable Bill only. Yeah. <laughs> Shouts out to you, Bill. He, Bill probably went, oh, Wade the Duck! Wait, uh, Bill, you probably have a Wade the Duck action figure. I'm just assuming. Uh, they show the third image of uh, the Miz, and he's getting spray tanned, not wearing any clothes except obviously wearing a speedo. Yeah. Um, who's taking those pictures? Uh, shit. <laughs> um, Damian Mizdow goes and attacks uh, Dolph, but gets hit and uh, gets a little drop kick and a little mm. zigzag. And then the Miz tries to slide in the ring and attack from behind, but the Miz slinks away with Damian Mizdow in tow. And uh, that leads up to their match at Night of Champions. Excited. I guess, even though this isn't the go-home show for that. Yeah, but we probably won't see them for the next two weeks. Nah, they'll be there. I bet you see Dolph. And probably the Miz on commentary or something. Yeah, something like that. Yep. At least on Superstars. (laughs) Uh, You get Rosa and Natalia against AJ and Paige. Hey, there's Rosa. Yeah. Hi, Rosa. What just premiered on Sunday? Hey, hey, Rosa. Uh, I know you're listening to the show. Hello. Hey. How are you? What have you been doing? Mm, hanging out. For like the month that 
Total Divas isn't filming. Uh, hanging out. Kept kept writing her name down as Eva Mendez. <laughs> ah, so, uh, my favorite spots in this match. There's a missed peg, leg drop by Paige, and Paige yells, Ow! I like that. <laughs> uh, Rosa doesn't tag in Natty, even though Natty says, pin me, or like, tag me. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, so that'll be on an episode of Total Divas in, like, the next four weeks. Uh-huh. Um, AJ tags herself in, and then slowly applies the Black Widow. Oh, my God. I thought that was, like... Okay, well, I'll just pull this arm here, mm-hmm. and I'll put my leg here, and then I'll put my leg here, and I'll just pull back on this, and the Black Widow. Yep. Oh, okay. Ta-da! It, it, that was it. Rosa taps out. Oh, of course. Um, Paige and AJ kiss the belt, and then that was it. That was it. Do something. I don't know. Hey, you know what? I don't even hate it. It's just like, you could be better than this. It could. Eh, whatever. I just thought they should have fought or something. Something. Anything. Something. I, anything. Again, just anything. Again, you're putting so much time and effort into the Bellas and you're not oh. doing anything with we'll, we'll real to, wrestling. We'll get to that. Um, Jericho's backstage in the trainer's room. He's attacked by Orton. Yeah, so uh, season premiere. Randy Orton says, sorry, Chris, the season premiere. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's where he went crazy. Mm-hmm. He's just going to beat up Chris Jericho. Yeah, season premiere. All right. Yeah, because you've been waiting all summer. I've been waiting all summer for Randy Orton to attack Chris Jericho. I've been just, like, chomping at the bit for Randy Orton and Chris Jericho who have not crossed paths once in, like, four months to just finally, like, get it over with. In, like, five years. <laughs> um, oh, man. We get a Paul Heyman promo next where Cena interrupts. Uh, Heyman is going to tell Cena how to beat Lesnar. Mm-hmm. And then Cena says, no, because I'm going to be John Cena and I'm going to beat him. I'm going to yeah. beat his ass. I thought this promo from Paul Heyman was great. Oh, yeah. It's a Paul Heyman promo, so it's really great. Of course. He wants to turn Cena heel. Just tell the guy to shut up. Just tell the guy in six words to shut up. So Just good. do it. Just tell him to shut up. So John Cena goes, shut up, Paul Heyman. So dumb. Cool. Followed by an awesome promo by John Cena. I, yeah, actually. This is what I've been missing from John Cena. A heel that he can, like yell at and Mm -hmm. like be passionate to yeah and that's what gets him over as a face Mm -hmm. because goddamn that promo was awesome yes that was such a good john cena promo because he had a heel that was so big Mm -hmm. that it worked yeah i i really enjoyed it what a great promo Talking about the fans and, Ta- like, Talking about the Make-A-Wish kids. He's getting, yeah. like, a little choked up. Yeah. And then talking about, like, the Purple Heart guy. Like, God, that's yeah. a fucking awesome promo. Seriously, it was giving me chills. Yeah, it was really, really, really good. Yep. Also, if you're in Baltimore, you shouldn't say the word wife beater. I'm just saying he points to guys in, like, the roads. He's like, what, do you want me to pop those guys in the wife beaters over there? Don't say wife beater in Baltimore. Not right now, please. Not if you're just a little... It's a little too on the nose in Baltimore. Mm. Just leave it. Just leave it. Literally. Uh, what an incredible John Cena promo. I thought that was great. Yeah. So this next week, we're going to have Cena against Heyman. Or, <laughs> or Cena against Lesnar if Lesnar shows up. Uh, Lesnar, I hope, does not show up. Because they're touting like a face-to-face between Cena and Lesnar. Mm-hmm. I also hope Paul Heyman doesn't show up. Yeah. Well, I think I think they said later in the show. Well, yeah. They, they said that. Yeah. But I hope neither of them show up. Mm. What a great heel move. I, it's, see, I would agree with you, mm-hmm. but uh, we care more about the product. Than there the you writers. go. Yeah, we're weird, so whatever. Yeah, what's wrong with us? Uh, we get Sheamus against Rollins next. Um, Sheamus against Cesaro is made for Night of Champions for the U.S. title. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sheamus is in control of this match until Cesaro comes down and interrupts. He doesn't really do anything. He just watches yeah. for, for a minute. Uh, this match kind of goes back and forth, and uh, it's not really anything. Seth Rollins gets control. Sheamus gets control, whatever. I thought this was, like, kind of a weaker Seth Rollins match yeah. and, like, a Sheamus match that was, like, this is fine. Yeah. There wasn't anything to it. Mm. Cesaro distracts Sheamus with the U.S. title. I like that, where mm-hmm. they're pulling on the title back and forth and then Sheamus lets go of it and Cesaro falls down the steps. That was funny. And then uh, Sheamus turns around and catches a curb stomp that maybe is the worst-looking curb stomp I've ever seen. Okay, good. I'm not the only one. <laughs> that looked terrible. That looked horrible. The announcers even went, oh! They're like, ah, oh, Sheamus with a curb... Oh! Oh, curb stop! Because he took it poorly. Yeah, he did. He's supposed to go down with the foot. Yep. Uh, post-match, so Sheamus loses. Yeah. Rollins leaves. Post-match, Cesaro comes in, takes off his jacket, takes off his shirt. Gotch-style neutralizer. Hell yeah. 
Love it. Looking like a badass. Mm-hmm. Looking cool as hell. Very his, European. His shirt was so unbuttoned. Yeah. I mean, it was like halfway down his chest. Hell yeah. Like, hey, if I worked out every day too, I'd I be mean, doing yeah, the same shit. I'd be like, hey, what's up? But I work out no days. Mm-mm. All days off. Yeah. People are no days off. I'm all literally every day off. Yeah. Uh, next, you get a Lana Reset promo where uh, she makes fun of the American National Anthem and then they play the Russian National Anthem. More of the same. Just just let him wrestle. No. He does. He, he speaks so well no. when he's wrestling. No. R- Russian National Anthem. Mm. Oh, say can you see? Mm. There was. I, yeah, I didn't yeah, like this promo either. Stupid. Yep. Uh, next, what the fuck? Neville and Sami Zayn against Tyson Kidd and Tyler Breeze. Yeah. Coming back from commercial and seeing that, what the fuck? Yeah. Awesome. I was really surprised that they booked this match. Hey, Triple H, thank you. Seriously. What, that is 100% Triple H going, hey, we have an NXT like pay-per-view thing this Thursday. Why not promote it on Raw? Show these guys. Absolutely. Sami Zayn starts the match against Tyler Breeze. Olay chants everywhere. Man, I was so surprised. Olay chants, Pete, the crap. Like, you can watch the uh, you can watch the intros on the WWE app or on, on WWE's YouTube channel, mm-hmm. I think. Or just on YouTube. And uh, Sami Zayn comes out last to his song that's been stuck in my head all day. And uh, he gets a big ovation. Like, yeah. people are chanting Olay. People are cheering for him. They cut to, like, people in the crowd, like, going crazy. And, uh, man, pretty cool match. Yeah. I thought this was good. It, it showed uh, it showed everyone in like a really positive light. Sami mm-hmm. Zayn is like the underdog, working towards the hot tag to get uh, to Adrian Neville. Mm-hmm. The announcers did a really good job of putting everyone over they in pushed, this match. Yeah. It, it, it didn't feel like pushing for other things. It was just pushing like the network. Yeah. Watch NXT Takeover. Look how good these guys are. Adrian Neville comes in and like, oh, holy shit, man! I mean, with that. I mean, he was in there for, what, a minute? Yeah. The crowd was so over on him. Yep, it, it was huge. Uh, Michael Cole calls a standing shooting star press a moonsault. Or, uh, well, uh, Whatever it was. It, I, it was a standing shooting star yeah. press, and he called it a moonsault. Sorry, uh, you've, you've been announcing uh, wrestling since 1997, so I wouldn't expect you to know, yeah. uh, you know, a moonsault from a standing shooting star press. Well, I'm sorry. I'm fucking crazy. Yeah. I apologize. Um. Sami Zayn dives to the outside onto Tyson Kidd, gets a big reaction, and then that big high kick. After Neville does like salto kick, salto kick, drop kick, does that standing shooting star, all like his shit and everything. The flips into the corner had a big pop from the crowd. Oh, yeah, hits that kick to the head, red arrow. The like the announcers put it over is like what an incredible move. Set your yeah. DVR. This is insane. Yeah, hits the red arrow. One two three. Yeah, looked everyone looked good. Yep, I it thought was, it, I thought it was really cool. It was awesome. I really love watching the crowd because we're used to Neville. Yep, and if you're listening to this podcast, you're yep. used to Neville. Exactly. But that arena has probably never seen. I mean, I would say there were so many people. Five percent of the arena had seen a red yep. arrow. Exactly. Incredible. It, Incredible. It, it's such a cool move to watch every single time. Mm-hmm. Uh, awesome to see NXT on Raw. Oh yeah. I, I mean, just for the one time, I don't care. That should hopefully see some people in the back and go like. The Sami Zayn guy might be over. Because the Sami Zayn is, like, getting there, man. Yeah. Like, move him up. What not? He's the perennial underdog. He's so good. Arm drag, arm drag, that, that little lucha arm drag, like the spin back around thing. You know? Yeah. Awesome. Also, I want to give props to Tyler Breeze, who looked really good in this match with that double underhook spin to the spin to the neck breaker. Yeah. Holy shit. I watched that move over and yeah. over just to see how they do it. Like... Yeah. Damn, that looks so good. I even watched the match again before yep. we recorded this just because I'm like, I wanted to hear, because I, I w- it was a little bit quiet last night because mm-hmm. I was watching it kind of late. And I'm like, is it me or is the crowd over on this? Yeah, so I wanted they, to see. They were into it. It, it had so into it. Especially compared to the rest of Raw at this point, I thought this had the same amount, if not more, crowd reaction than what what you'd seen so far. Oh, yeah. So, Absolutely. There you go. Next, we get Stephanie McMahon introing Jerry Springer. Uh, I'll be honest, I did not watch the segment. I did, and I wish I hadn't. Uh, what happened? Real briefly. Oh, it, I mean, it's just more boring shit. It's I. It's not that I don't want to care. It's that what they're putting out makes it not watchable. I can't tell if this is a serious storyline or not. It's. I think it's trying to be a serious storyline. So they bring Jerry Springer. So in. they bring Jerry Springer in because it's the season premiere of Raw, and that, that's what we're talking about when we say like '90s television programming. Yeah, that's what they're doing. And, and it's it's all they know. They're like, we need to get someone famous. Exactly, because they didn't get 
the the linebacker, the oh yeah, Mike, Michael Sam or whatever, whatever his name yeah. is. Yeah. So you know he got signed to the I think to the Cowboys. I think like he's only a practice squad yeah. or something. But you know it, it's just this bullshit. It's a it's an episode of Jerry Springer from yep. 1997. Yep. And it sucks. It breaks down. Jerry Springer gets hurt, mm-hmm. and then Stephanie McMahon comes out and she gets into it, and it, it's just like I I stopped paying attention halfway through. Cool. So it was a waste of time. I can't tell if it's serious or not, so I'm fucking over it. I don't care. I don't give a shit. I don't care. It's all for Total Divas, and that's it. Okay. Next we get uh, Dusty Rhodes against Los Matadores. Uh, We'll just see Dusty Rhodes wins with uh, Dark Matter. Yeah, that's it. I thought that was fine. Yeah. Um, The Usos attack Goldust and Stardust after the match. Why are faces attacking Like a couple of faces. Yeah. What? Well, I mean, I guess they have something to prove now that they They, hurt his leg. I, I guess, but they... Yeah. But it just seems so, like... I thought it. I thought it seemed really weird. Uh, oh, I agree because that's not what faces do. Mm-mm. But you know what? Who knows? Maybe they're trying to shift it to more of a less great, like a gray, gray area, area thing. thing. Yeah, I guess. But, but it just—I didn't think that worked. I thought it, I thought it was really weird. But I'm not a huge Usos fan, so I guess I'll look for any reason to not like it. Oh, me too. Whatever. Uh, Joan Rivers tribute. Rest in peace, Joan. How is that the best Joan Rivers tribute out of all the Joan <laughs> Rivers tributes? <laughs> I watched the live coverage of E uh-huh. the day she died. Uh-huh. I, I was off that day, and I was like, hey, you know what? I respect this woman I like Joan to watch Rivers. Yeah. I, I like Joan Rivers. So I watched most of it like throughout the day. I mean, they repeated a lot. But the one on WWE was like, first of all, I had no idea she was yeah. involved uh-huh. with WWE Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Years and years and years and years and yeah, years Yeah, back when ago. she still had a real face. Yep. And, but, man, they did a really good job yep. with that. I, th- I thought it was a good package. It was yeah. nice. Uh, and that moves us into Adam Rose against Titus O'Neil. Uh... The bunny gets involved. He's uh, he's slamming on the mat, going like, "Yo, let's go, Adam Rose." Uh, Titus O'Neil barks at the crowd, and then you can hear Heath Slater doing his bark on the outside, also. I love it, which I can't get enough of. I love it. Ara, 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 ara. It's so funny. The yippy little dog. Yep. Slater gets super kicked by the bunny after trying to attack the bunny. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know who the bunny was, but cool. All, all I wrote for this match is this is how someone is going to get their break into the WWE. <laughs> They're coming in as a bunny. Yep, there you go. I feel so bad for them because they are doomed. Adam Rose hits the party foul, and then there's a bunny splash onto uh, Titus. Sorry, Titus. Sorry, Titus. Uh, there's a Roman Reigns promo. Whatever. I-, I didn't think there was anything here. It was just like, believe. Goodbye. <laughs> okay. Which is, which is fine. Let him speak in the ring because yeah, he's not going to Yeah, I don't shit. Yeah. Uh, Cena Lesnar video package. Pretty cool. Yeah. I like their video packages. I like them all. Yeah. This moves us into the main event. Randy Orton against Roman Reigns. We've seen this match three times in like four weeks. Please stop. Please? Please? I don't get it. We've done it. We did it. We did it. Yeah. We did it. We did it. We've done it two other times. He beat him at SummerSlam. I, I, I don't I don't understand. Are we building to Night of Champions? Oh, yeah. I don't know what. I don't know. I really don't. And it's like frustrating because I'm sick of this match. Because I don't think it was good at SummerSlam and I don't think it was good the next night on Raw. No. I think that it's like, oh, okay, yeah, whatever. Fine. I mean, maybe this is the handoff to Rollins and Reigns? I, I, I guess. I mean, that's yeah. what we thought, yeah. at least. But now it's taking like two weeks. It's taking long. a while. Oh, I have another question. Is this a no DQ match? I have no idea. Because he was, like, beating the shit out of Roman Reigns on, like, the steel steps. Yeah. And, like, generally, like, on the steel steps, you, you hit some guy's head into it, and it's like, oh, okay, yeah, you, you get away with it. Yeah. It was, like, happening, like, a lot. Yeah. It happened, like, a bunch. I mean, they tore apart the steps. Yeah, exactly. That That's what made me go, like, so is this no DQ? No, it's not. There are disqualifications. We're just letting them. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, Kane and Rollins are watching in the back, and then later they will come out and cause a disqualification. So it's not a no DQ match. No. Um, they're watching in the back. I guess they just want to see Randy Orton do a lot of rest holds. I guess they just want to see... They're like... Rollins and Kane are in the back going, hmm, what do headlocks look like? Oh! That's a headlock. I've forgotten. Well, how about that? There it is. What? Stop. Stop. Orton is so smooth in the ring and, like, shows it here and there. There's, like, flashes of it. Mm. And then it's like, he's a headlock. Tight. Especially because it was like a 20-minute match. It was really long. It was really long. I fell asleep during it. Oh, dang. I had to come back and watch it today. Ouch. Big dog. Uh, (laughs) Orton loses control of this match, and then he calls down Rollins and Kane. Rollins and Kane comes down. Uh, They bring the cage down. They come come down with like a ring crew. Yeah. And they bring the cage down. Uh, Seth Rollins almost dies. (laughs) 
he almost gets speared by the cage. Yeah. Which is like, well, that was scary as shit. Yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, they stopped it, but like just watching it, I was like, oh, please don't die. Please don't die! And uh, yeah, thing's pointed. It was. It was very pointed. It almost went right through him. Oh, my God. There you go. So they bring the cage down, but now Randy Orton is the only one in the cage mm-hmm. with uh, Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. Roman Reigns is beating up Randy Orton. Oh, no. Seth Rollins dives onto, uh, onto Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. Awesome dive spot. Yeah. I thought that I thought that dive spot was really, really cool and looked fucking brutal. Yeah. And then um, Kane walks through the door. So what's the point of the cage? <laughs> so, uh, okay. Uh, during that Orton and Reigns kind of feud thing, like the back and forth, like in the cage. Yeah. Uh, there's a spear to Orton who uh, no-sells that very quickly after the spear occurs. Like he gets Whoops. he gets speared and then like Rollins dives and, and hits Reigns and then Randy Orton's like back on his feet. It was like really strange. I don't yeah. know if other people noticed that. Nah. I thought it was funny. No, nah, I didn't. So it's a three on one on Reigns and then there's a curb stomp to a chair by Seth Rollins onto his former partner Roman Reigns. That'll take us into Raw next week, which is the go home show for Night of Champions. Brian, what did you think of wrestling this last week? I thought NXT was great. Uh huh. I thought going into you know, it's next big show. I'm super excited. There were a lot of matches in an hour on NXT. Yeah. Yeah, there were. There were like six or seven matches on NXT. But I, I really enjoyed NXT, and Raw was... Better than it had been the last two weeks. Which is not saying much. Yeah. Um, it's just some storylines that aren't going anywhere. Some really hacky, like, writing. Yeah. Weird booking. Like, none of the matches felt big. Right. Just nothing really did it for me. And and, and we don't want to sit here and be negative because we love... I mean, obviously, we love wrestling mm-hmm. and we want to talk about it as mm-hmm. much as we can, but you have to look at it from a critical standpoint from time... You know, every, every so often, from right. time to time, you have to look at it and go like, well, that wasn't very good Mm-mm. because that makes the better ones look better. Exactly. Uh, that being said, WWE Network has put up some old Attitude Era Raws on the WWE Network, and it's been really, really cool. They, they've been putting a lot of really cool stuff up stuff up on Raw or on uh, the WWE Network. I mean, these Raws, the Monday Night War. If yeah. You, if you're young and listening to this podcast and you never got to see it, that's a great way to like get some inspiration. I agree. Um, for me, it's not seeing any of the uh, WCW stuff when that's I was That's so weird up. to me. Like, I was one of those guys, and they interview people, and they're like, Brodus Clay's like, I had two TVs. I was watching Raw, I was watching Raw and, and Nitro at the same time. And then, Damn. And then... Uh, uh, Ryback was saying like I'd watch WWF and tape Nitro and then I'd stay up and watch Nitro wow yeah, and I'm like okay I would watch Nitro flip over to WWF watch WWF and then flip back to Nitro and then I'd go to bed and I'd record the last hour of Raw mm-hmm. wake up early the next morning and watch Raw before I went to school god damn yeah see I I I didn't know about WCW until I was already watching WWF mm-hmm. And then when I did, every time I would watch it, it would be cheerleaders and Nitro Girls yeah. and stupid shit. Yeah. Because this is when, I mean, it was Monday Night War, so it was all NWO. Yep. And, man, at first that was really cool. Yep. Uh, but then it became the only thing going on. hmm And so for me, I'm like, well, why am I watching stupid cheerleading yeah. and wrestlers who are 20 years past the God, uh, that was WCW's killer. And, and to me, I wanted to watch wrestling. Yep. To this day... Put, if you put on good wrestling, even if I don't know who's in the match, I'll watch it. Yep. I don't want to watch bullshit. Nitro had a lot of bullshit. Yeah. Nit- Nitro had a lot of frills where I feel like at the time WWF had less. It did. Um, it It's interesting to go back and watch those and to see kind of like, oh yeah, at the time, like if, if you look at, at the dates and everything, you're like, WWF was doing like this DX thing and Shawn Michaels was the commissioner. And, yeah. And, and like... Stone Cold Steve Austin was, like, chasing The Rock for, like, the championship, and you're like, what was WCW doing? NWO. Oh, okay, but later, The Undertaker mm-hmm. and the and, and uh, Stone Cold were feuding, and, like, The Rock and Mankind were getting into it. What was WCW doing? NWO. And who was in NWO? Yeah, it was in... And Jesus Christ, there were too many people in the NWO. It was, it was insane. like, 15 people. There were so many people. It was just, like, half the roster. And, and WCW, like, really, really put all their chips into NWO. And that's the thing that righted the ship but also sank the ship yeah so it's what i mean because i didn't realize how important it was when it came out Mm -hmm. you know because 
I just saw it as, well, I like the better product, yeah. so I don't care about this other shit. I, I, I am still of the mindset, if there's wrestling, I will watch wrestling. Yeah. I, I mean, I go out of my way and watch it. I'll watch it at work. I'll watch it at home. I'll, oh, yeah. I'll, any wrestling I find, I watch. That's how That's, I am now. Yeah. I, I've been that way since I was a kid. Yeah. Um, and I used to watch shitty wrestling. So, like, the fir- one of the earliest things I remember is, like, Glacier debuting on WCW, which is garbage. There you go. <laughs> Yep. Well, hey, Brian, that wraps up another episode of The Go Home Show. It does. Uh-huh. That's uh, episode 28, In the Bag. We bagged it, and everyone's listening to it right now, being in the bag. Everyone's mm-hmm. in the bag with the cat and with episode of 28. Don't let the cat out of the bag with the episode. Uh, Might you become got... tennis strings. <laughs> Call Jim Cornette, because we got a bag full of cats in episode 28. Uh, <laughs> you guys can hit us up on Twitter, at Go Home Show, on Tumblr, thegohomeshow.tumblr.com, on Facebook, facebook.com, slash thegohomeshow, or email us, go home show at mega64.com. Uh, but that'll do it. Episode 28. Hopefully, we do some cool stuff coming up in the next couple weeks because I'll be in London. So we'll have something banked for that uh, soon. Brian, wrestling for the week is over. We're moving into NXT TakeOver. We're moving into the go home show for Raw yeah. before Night of Champions. Brian, is there anything you want to tell these people? Bad goose and eyes. Gotta go home. <laughs>